you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Sydney. I'm tired. <laughs> Hi, tired. How are you? Well, just a little tired. <laughs> How was your weekend? <sighs> tired. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm tired. I, I'm exhausted. I can't. Oh, I gotta rally. Um, Friday's on topic, so I don't feel like I have to talk about that now. Mm-hmm. Saturday and today, Sunday, we've been doing yard work. Mm-hmm. Sydney is such a loyal friend <laughs> for the price of some cold water and a breakfast sandwich. She has labored for two day, two pretty much half days, mm-hmm. and has helped me get my yard work done Mm -hmm. um and I'm very appreciative because (laughs) we did a lot in the past two days Mm -hmm. but it's like not even finished though almost yeah insanely close to being finished but it is a lot of work it is pulling the weeds dumping them in the trash tweeds we was filling holes from when my tree got cut down and they made little like holes in the yard, mm-hmm. like filling the holes so no one breaks their neck. Uh, the going to Home Depot. The, the work is recognized it's from yesterday. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> like, the mulch, yesterday. <laughs> carrying it to the bag, spreading the weed guard, putting the mulch down. I mean mm-hmm. but the front half of my home is complete. Yeah. And it looks good. It does. We are landscapers. <laughs> People started saying they're going to hire us. We expensive dogs. Because I <laughs> honestly, I am ex- like, I feel like everything hurts. We expensive. <laughs> we came up with a show. HGTV, you heard it here first. What's it called? Getting shit done. Getting shit done. So or no, was it figuring shit figuring out? Figuring shit out. It, our right. show is called Figuring Shit Out. <laughs> and basically, because you know they have all the DIY shows on HTTP, <laughs> but instead of you getting this person with 30 years experience, mm-hmm. it's just me and Sydney. <laughs> we have no experience. We just see get we see a project on Facebook and decide <laughs> we're going to try it. <laughs> we go to Home Depot, we YouTube it, and basically... We our shows, we figuring the shit out. <laughs> and I feel like that would be a great show. Yeah, so that you can learn from our mistakes. Because, you know, the things that we may be first may be also your first instinct. So, you know not to do it. Hindsight. Here's <laughs> the first step for landscaping. Make sure you're completely covered, mm-hmm. even if it's hot. Mm-hmm. The first time I was not completely covered. And I got bit by a spider. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just like a bad... I had to go to the doctor and get prescription cream. Okay? <laughs> That's my first tip for anyone who decides they want to be doing something in their yard. <laughs> Cover up and get you to off deep force. <laughs> Don't just get off. Off deep force. <laughs> that covers mosquitoes, ticks, spiders, critter spiders. Critter They're like critter... There's a certain brand of spider that's called like a critter criner. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And that spray comes off. 
And don't just spray with showing. Spray your clothes. Mm -hmm. And my last tip. That's three. (laughs) Put dryer sheets in your shoes and in your pockets. Mm -hmm. And even up your sleeves if you want. They keep spiders away. Mm -hmm. They don't like the material, the smell. So if you put dryer sheets on you, that's another way to keep stuff away from you. So I didn't give y'all three tips. Do you do you get that on HGTV? Nah. They be like, I'm Chip, I'm Hannah, and we're building a new kitchen. They don't tell you nothing. They don't tell you safety precautions, what to wear. They just doing stuff. So that's my weekend. Oh, yeah. I almost turned my fan off. So, I mean, my weekend was much of the same. In between that, I hung out with some friends. Uh, I'm about to go do my hair of some sort because I'm tired. So we'll see what gets done. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my weekend as well. We we've been together most of the weekend. What do you mean most all of the weekend <laughs> was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So and if you want to see particularly what we got finished, you can go to my Instagram <laughs> where I have a little video walking at least for half of it. You won't yeah. see all of it, but you'll see some of what we've done. Yeah. So, what's going on in the media? Um, let's see. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony mm-hmm. was spotted on a white on a yacht mm-hmm. with a woman, mm-hmm. and he did a video basically saying he's with business partners. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do this to him. He has a son, a wife, yada yada. Even the actual husband of the woman was tweeting like that's my wife (laughs) like can y'all please stop but then i also heard Mm -hmm. i also read that that girl confirmed that she's divorced she's not married so see that's two things we heard so i do wonder yeah was that in true you know someone's wife or not or is it what they're saying she said that she was divorced after that lala posted Mm -hmm. like that heart with like a, uh, like a stabbed heart mm-hmm. and it was a de- post and delete her first when this happened I thought maybe we are swimming guys yeah. he made it very clear even with the baby that he loved his wife so maybe he's clearing stuff he's like I'm not trying to because they kind of she claimed him again yeah. so you knew they were working and she's they're still married right. and in the marriage so I felt like he did it you know, to be like, don't start that mess. <laughs> right? I got her back. I'm not trying to lose her. However, comma, mm-hmm. her posting that heart thing, like the broken heart, mm-hmm. makes you feel like something is sus mm-hmm. about that yacht trip. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I say all this to say, I hope it's nothing sus. Yeah. I mean, brother, you're lucky she... Took came back. back. Right. So And I, it was like her birthday. Right. It was around her up. birthday. So I just hope that there wasn't any sus behavior going on. Mm-hmm. That it was truly business like he says. And for some people it's like, well they're on a yacht. That's business. Rich people conduct business way different the way we do people. <laughs> so I'm gonna just say I that. can't wait till I have a business okay. on a yacht. Because <laughs> they really do. Yeah. They really do do different things. Mm-hmm. So, I will say, that is kind of possible. However, hopefully it really wasn't nothing sus. And if it is, then she has every right to do whatever she wants. Because she did give him another chance. So, that's that. Moving forward. Ooh. So, apparently, there's another, like, fire festival. 
Oh, yeah. Vestiville yeah. in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, which, apparently, it was kind of like the same thing. People showed up there. One artist did, Jacquees. <laughs> no, so, on Joe Budden podcast, they was joking about it. They was like, that was the trick. Jacquees was just going to cover everybody else's music. <laughs> so, the, the, in the small print at the bottom of the flyer, it said, all covered by Jacquees. Uh-uh. That was... <laughs> so, like, was on a lineup, and someone said, if he was on there, you should have known better. <laughs> so, I do wonder what this is. I'm sure more news will come out about it, who the organizers are. But, like, when I was on their Twitter, they only had, like, 100 followers. So, I was like, mm-hmm. if this is their real Twitter... Y'all some fools now. Because they ain't even have, like, a social media platform to make you even feel like. Yeah. I don't know, but you have people stuck in Belgium. Of course. <sighs> to me, <laughs> it just makes you not want to try out any music festival. Yeah. Like, you got to know it existed. <laughs> if it's news, like, you don't want to do it. <laughs> I All just right. want to I would only go somewhere that is easily accessible to go somewhere else. Like, I mean, Belgium isn't bad because you can, like, get other places, though. You still going to drop other money, but at least you're not, like, stranded, stranded. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm. so that is that. Okay, another story. So, this is for me, basically, because basically, I know you don't listen to B2K, mm-hmm. but Omarion was dating April. And if you remember yeah. a while ago, they was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or and they basically had the same baby twice. Mm-hmm. Right. And then now, <laughs> so then there was all this speculation about her and Little Fizz being together. Yep. But they kept, you know, that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently they like legit together now. Oh. And Fizz's baby, baby's mom, Monice, did a video basically congratulating them oh, in, on her new relationship. So, you know, it's kind of a side of petty on yeah. her end she was like i just want to say congratulations you guys are a couple i couldn't wish for a better stepmom for my son now she probably actually meant that because it seems like she they takes care of her own. kids yeah um but that was and the funny thing is you know how it post be so then they're looking for like what's omarion doing mm-hmm. and omarion they did this video of omarion he's in jamaica like dancing they were like meanwhile <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder about that because, like, for me, girl code, unacceptable. <laughs> you, that's, like, basically, and I'm not going to say Omarion and Little Fizz are best friends. Right. Because they weren't, but they right. definitely still seem like they were cool with each other over the years. And mm-hmm. then we also know they just did a tour. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of think that's kind of foul. Yeah. Because they, he had kids with her. They were together for a I long mean, time. I hopefully they discussed it. Yeah, maybe they said it, something. Because, yeah. you know, hopefully we are the last to know. Yeah, so hopefully they all talk about it and, you know. Unacceptable for me, dog. <laughs> like, if we cool and I was with a guy and we had kids. Mm-hmm. No, you cannot go. Uh, what? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. No, if I can see you a friend, we're not friends anymore. Because <laughs> I just think, like, there's other dudes. Right. Like, seriously. Okay. Megan The Stallion. She's the latest person who got tweets resurfaced. Mm-hmm. So the reason I bring this up is because I always I've talked about this before, but I still we still don't have answers of like what's forgivable, what is not. Mm-hmm. Is age a factor? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now she was in high school when she said it. Do you forgive someone in high school versus someone who was thirty five who said it? Mm-hmm. I always just wonder like. 
what's, me, what's the margin here? Because, like, I don't know. I just always wonder, especially with this old tweets thing. They, they do it to everybody. Um, and, you know, it just makes me wonder, like, and one, why are you looking for something? Mm-hmm. Um, that's another thing I always wonder. Like, so do we just randomly, like you said, Google search? Yeah. Are you trying to find something to mm-hmm. get her canceled or backlash? Not just her, but for anyone where yeah. the old tweets are resurfacing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's what they said was right. I'm just right. saying, like, I guess part of me is like, well, who taking the time to do that? Because <laughs> I know I'm not. But, right. all right. I think for me... And I know everybody don't stand by this barometer, but for me, it's like I'll forgive them if I see that they're not the same person. Like if change behavior shows that if they don't, you know, feel that way anymore. So, well, I mean, I don't think she feels that way anymore. I don't think she used. I don't words really think like she that, felt it. Felt it really then. Yeah, she yeah. just was. I'm not giving her a pass, but mm-hmm. I think people just say. When they upset. Mm-hmm. No, that sounds like I'm giving her a pass. Let me rework that. I'm not trying to give her... It does. I'm not trying to give her a pass. I think at that time, certain things were accepted that weren't aren't accepted now. And right. words like that was one of those. Um, that I think people used to use. Or even be like... People be like, that's gay. And, you know, people used to say stuff like that. And, and it was kind of normalized when we were younger. And it was normalized. Even, and I mean, mean some people even still say no homo. They, they and, still say pause. A lot of people say pause, right. Um, and so, like, I feel like over time, it's like the that's gay stopped. Um, the no homo, for the most part, stopped. Some people still do the pause. But I feel, feel like over time, people realize certain things aren't acceptable. And I think that's one of those things. Right. So That's, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm not... Because I don't use the word. I mean, I've never used that word. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm not saying it's okay to. I'm just trying to understand when when are we okay and when are we not. Yeah. When when do we feel like we can forgive some person and when do we feel like we can't. Mm-hmm. That's why I said it's age a factor. Because that's like with the it's above me guy. when people Right, they found him. tweets from him. But his tweet, well some of them was old, some of them was like a week before and then he doubled down. He said that he believed what he believed and it was like okay. When confronted with the tweets you didn't, you didn't even do what most people would do you know, by nature, is apologize. He's just like, I said what I said. So, I mean, to me, that shows your character. <laughs> like, I mean, you believe what you believe, right. and then, and then some people to, talk to him, and then he apologized, and it's like, mm. then, well, I wouldn't take it then. <laughs> right. That's when I wouldn't, because I'm like, you do believe that, so, yeah. then Somebody that means, your mind that then that means people have a right to respond. Yeah. How they want to respond. And I think, and we, I had a conversation about that this week. I feel like, People always, because people, you know, be like, oh, y'all so sensitive. People can be sensitive. People are sensitive to different things, and that's okay. Like, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. So stop telling people that they're too sensitive. Like, it's not, let them be sensitive to what they're passionate about and what offends them. Um, we all have our different yeah meters, yeah. what will offend us, what will not. Mm-hmm. Like you said, so... And I do think the culture is more sensitive to to people who are who those words or actions impact. And I think that's just being thoughtful. I think that shows mm-hmm. emotional maturity. I think that's showing empathy of being like, all right, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if you were upset about something, like you just say, you would want someone to tell you, mm-hmm. you being sensitive, get over it. Mm-hmm. 
makes me think of a Toy Story 4 character that I was a little harsh on. Mm. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, Did you hear about Erica and... um, Safari? Yeah. Girl, that was my last thing I wanted to bring (laughs) up because apparently he sent some... Kind of like flirty videos, and honestly, they were inappropriate. Very like not like he was showing his schlog, but what he was saying and da da da. Because even she, the person he was texting was like, "You're engaged." He was like, "I'm not getting married." Stop saying that. Like, whoa, like (laughs) you can't come back from saying that. I mean, excuse me. (laughs) But then Erica, uh, apparently, he sent her flowers, and then she and she showed it. So here's what I'm gonna say of her crashing. Because someone was like throughout the house. That's a true Scorpio. No, that's immaturity. Because my thing is that's still your house, girl. (laughs) Even if you don't clean up, now you're calling someone to clean it up. For what? If you don't want to forgive him, don't forgive him. But then so she. Posted that her mm-hmm. doing the glass anything you know what and this is what I'll say if anything you could have just sent that to him directly <laughs> that's you know what I mean like yeah. if you really wanted to just show him yeah. like boom f you yeah. I don't care about the roses mm-hmm. and she probably did you could have just texted him that directly <laughs> I don't see the purpose in any of that yeah. um if anything. I would have given them out to people. Yeah, give beautiful them some flowers. Right somebody else then. I just would have given them away if I didn't want them in my house. I yeah. would have broken them. But and then she was showing like, um, you know, more seductive photos. So like she's back on the prowl, <laughs> and he tweeted, you know, these tweets of you know, oh, I love you, and this is not something I can just get over. She's truly meant for me. I'm sorry I embarrassed you. Mm-hmm. After this, I'm taking a break, and it's like. Instagram is disabled, disable, whatever. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing about that is, if she meant so much to you, mm-hmm. and she was truly the love of your life, mm-hmm. if this if this is something you can't fathom and get over, then why weren't you maintaining do it she needed you to do? Mm-hmm. Which, that was agreed upon in your relationship yeah. to be faithful towards each other. Yeah. So it's not just embarrassing. Right. It's disrespectful to the relationship. Mm-hmm. And how is she supposed to trust you or feel... Like, how am I supposed to believe you love me so much when you was doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, that. literally saying, oh, I'm not getting married. What like, is that? What? How, how do we recover off that? Yeah. It's not like something I can miss. You literally are saying stuff. Right. It's not like something you could miscommunicate. Something right. you could take the wrong way. Yeah. No. <laughs> so it's like, so many ways to take Right. That. So what exactly am I supposed to, yeah. what am I supposed to believe now? Yeah. You literally said we're not getting married. Mm-hmm. So what's your excuse then? You was just what? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please. Yeah. Okay. And he was the one. Sorry, I'm hot. If y'all felt her, that napkin. He the one I remember at one point was tweeting all of like, it's so hard to find a woman who wants more and not just me physically or not just my money. Mm -hmm. I want to settle down and get married and be that guy. Do you? Right. Or do you just like the idea of that? I don't think a lot of men like the idea of that. Mm-hmm. And women too. Mm-hmm. Just like the idea of having the one partner being, having marriage and mm-hmm. kind of like what we typically see. Yeah, the traditional. And I just feel like, F that, I think I'd be done with you too. Right. Not I think. I believe I would be. That's too far. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be showing me crushing crush the roses, but right. we would be done. Yeah. Get your crap. Get out of my house. Mm-hmm. Here's your ring. No. Um, <laughs> oh, you keep it a ring? I probably would give it back. No, I'm good. Are you going to cash it in or just keep the ring? Uh, I don't know. 
know. You know, for a moment I'll keep it and then I'll decide. I'm not gonna decide in the heat of the moment. I'll wait right. decide when I'm like settled. I think if I had money, if I had no money, I'm keeping it. But if I had money, mm-hmm. I probably would give it back mm-hmm. or sell it. Yeah. It ain't gonna be in my house now. Yeah, I don't think I would keep it, but like I said, I, I, would, if I, I could, wouldn't make a decision in like being mad. I would wait um, to decide on that. You think they'll get back together? I hope not. I never liked them together in the first place. I kind of thought. I always thought it was fake, but. I personally thought they were the right level of celebrity for each other. Right, yeah. Personally. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we shall. I'm sure on the next season of Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> right. Time <laughs> will tell. All right, so we had a question of the week. Um, it was Would you rather have a marriage arranged by your parents or never get married? Um, and so we had Baltimore's Obama said marriage arranged by my parents. Everyone they've liked so far, I've loved. Misha Girl said never get married. The Shop um, DMV said arranged marriage. Teddy Renee said never get married. I am Girl Underinterrupted said never get married, as well as Miss Danny M. And then Reese P said never get married. I can have a lasting commitment and the freedom to choose whomever I want. Simply, Aaliyah said, I'd rather not get married. I'd rather have a choice in a mind than not having one. Miss Finesse 247 said, never get married. Thousands of folks be with each other for years and never jump the broom. Um, the Big DM said, never get married, but I wouldn't be opposed to an arranged one either. Freak of Nature said, never get married. It's Kel said, if my parents, you let me choose my mom, she can marry me or she gonna set me up real nice. <laughs> I agree with Kelsey. I'm the only <laughs> one where, like, my parents could arrange something for me because, mm-hmm. like, they would arrange what I requested. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll say, even if, like, you couldn't have a chat with your parents beforehand, mm-hmm. call and know. <laughs> my mom would know. Mm-hmm. And my father will listen to whatever my mother says, mm-hmm. as he should. So, I know my mother would choose the right type of guy. We mm-hmm. have so many conversations of what I would like her to be. Mm-hmm. I believe she could, if she had to arrange it, she would choose someone with those qualities. Right. Um, I don't think my dad would want to choose. Like, I don't think he cares that much about it. But I know who my mother would choose. And so you like, I would no. choose not to get married. Because oh. Oh. <laughs> I already know who she would go with. So Ooh. I'll just. Oh. <laughs> you <yeah>. knew. <laughs> so, um,. I just would choose not to get married. Would you let me arrange a marriage for you? Hmm, sure, yeah. I feel like you <laughs> As long as you don't choose the same person. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't believe you Why'd you <laughs> No, um, I don't believe in going backwards and you know that. Um we move so, forward. No, I would probably just choose not to get married. Alright, I'm gonna choose Sydney's husband. Um <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You know what? Instead of married at first sight, it should be we should. That's another show. Don't take our ideas. <laughs> I'll sue. <laughs> we should totally go to like Lifetime or like TLC, mm-hmm. where it's like your friends choose your the person mm-hmm. that you either marry or go on like a date with. Mm-hmm. That could be a show. I, yeah, a date with. That's real easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't take that. <laughs> anyway, I don't mind it. I just feel like my mom would choose somebody I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be mad at. She mm-hmm. knows what I like. Right. And what I'm looking for in a partner. Mm-hmm. So 
Okay. What's up with Bravo this week? Nothing. Okay. So, <laughs> well, the last past week, like, BT Wars happened. Like, Potomac didn't come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beverly Hills, I don't believe, came on. And the season now in New York came on, but I missed it. Okay. So, no Bravo moment this week. Did you enjoy the BT Awards? Yeah, we did not talk about that. Yeah. So, we could do that instead. Mm-hmm. You know what? I thought it was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. Um, I think... My DVR cut off right after the Nipsey Hustle part. So, if anything happened after that, I <laughs> can't speak mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> not really. I feel okay. like they did do that tribute. Mm-hmm. I think they made Miguel one more award, okay. maybe. I don't even remember. And then Johnny Gill, when it was going off, he came out, he was singing Before I Let Go. Okay. But that was like the ending credit. So I don't gotcha. even think you're missing that. Okay. Um, I thought Regina Hall did a decent job. Like mm-hmm. some of her skits, some of her, you know, jokes went flat. Yeah. But then other times they were really hitting. Yeah. So like, I think overall she did a great job. Mm-hmm. And I thought her little skit of Homegrown yeah. um, was <laughs> funny and... <laughs> yeah hilarious mm-hmm. so performance wise I thought Offset and Cardi B did a good job mm-hmm. I appreciate Offset's choreography <laughs> I was like, everybody, everybody was loved it. about that I just was like ooh <laughs> ooh did that little I was like okay Offset <laughs> trying something new I like it I was like yeah. okay <laughs> I thought his was good. Mm-hmm. I thought Little Nas X performance was nice. Yeah. I like Lizzo's. Of course I love She did Lizzo. good too. Our people was all talking about she was a mess. I'm like, y'all just... Then they don't know Lizzo. Exactly. that was a good performance. Yeah. That's her style. Yeah. And in the words of Lizzo, I'm sure she would say, you kiss her black ass. <laughs> right. I'm, I feel like she would say she something would. like that. <laughs> um, highlight for me was Mary J. Mm-hmm. Accepting her war and performance. Now look, was that the best we've ever heard her sound? No, no. but it's kind of clear she had because even when she was doing her speech, her mm-hmm. voice sounded just not as clear. So mm-hmm. maybe she was a little hoarse or something like that. Mm-hmm. We all know she can sing. Mm-hmm. We all know she got hits, <laughs> and I loved it. She had right. a little thigh highs doing that Mary Bob. That's all I wanted to see. Right. She brought on Method Man. Lil Kim, I thought it was great. And the one thing Mary J did a tribute well. The one mm-hmm. thing I can't stand is when they do tributes and they don't sing the songs everyone here. Right. We want the hits. <laughs> the hits. Yeah. We don't want the track seven that you may hear in the car, but like we want hits. Right. And yeah. Mary did the hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So overall, I don't think it was bad. I yeah. think it was pretty good. I do think. Uh, BET, don't be putting them on people on the blue carpets no more. Y'all had everybody looking crazy. <laughs> yeah. it, the lighting and stuff mm-hmm. had everybody looking ashy. Don't <laughs> make, don't put these people of color on this blue carpet again. <laughs> had people looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. I guess that might have just been part of the theme this year. I don't know, but. Always have the red carpet. That blue <laughs> just wasn't hitting. Wasn't. And the other thing, just with the clothes of BT words, I never know how to judge it. Because, like, mm-hmm. you got people dressed up like they're going to a black tie event. Mm-hmm. Then you got people dressed up like they're going to the club yeah. or someone going to, like, a business meeting. I don't know, like, what... I wonder what they tell them. Yeah. Because most of shows do have dress codes, mm-hmm. some outlier guide. I'm just curious to what is their guide. Because I just feel yeah. like I see... Such a hodgepodge of like clothes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't stunned by anyone. Right. 
Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. No one was like, yes. Everyone was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Rihanna. Right. I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> and I really do hope that in future that like more A-list black celebrities attend because yeah. you typically don't. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry's speech was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Married at First Sight, they're on the honeymoons now. Um, Do they have sex? The virgin? She still no. Virgin? She told him herself. He acted like he didn't know, which I'm like, I, I think, don't know if I agree with that, but because she won't watch it back and wants. I know, but I kind of <laughs> can understand why. Because he wanted her to get the opportunity, right, to say it. He yeah. didn't want to be like, "Well, I knew." Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. I kind of get why he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they kind of talked about that. She was like, kind of checking in. With him and making sure that he was like okay with it or whatever. They seem fine thus far. Um, a couple of other couples have had sex. Um, and yeah, they just got to the honeymoon. So they haven't even like really done much on the honeymoon. Because they got there really late at night actually. Um, but yes, yeah, all the couples are going well so far. Uh, they keep previewing some rocky stuff happening on this honeymoon. So we shall see what happens this week. Um, but yeah, nothing, you know, too big this week. It was kind of a mild week. Coolio. All right, so, our topic. Um, Friday we went to see Toy Story, and we felt like... First of all, (laughs) before we get into what we felt, I want to talk about how I felt. (laughs) Sydney. I didn't know. What? I was going (laughs) to just relax. I'm not about to... When I feel like my friends do things, certain things that I just don't feel like are great for me, I will often say, why are you treating me like a peasant? <laughs> that is just a thing I say. When I feel like my friend does something or does something that they, to me, like, you should know, should they would comment on this or be like, what? I always say, like, don't treat me like a peasant. So, right. so you guys understand. <laughs> she wanted to go to Toy Story 4. She's like, do you care about the theater? I said no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got that. I should have cared. I should have cared. Mm-hmm. I pull up to this theater, and I won't say the theater name. <laughs> and to give context, when she says she didn't care, I'm like, all right, cool. I'll just choose one that's equal distance for the both of us. So I literally chose one that was like in the middle. I was coming from work. She was coming from home. So I just chose one that was equal distance. I'm not. I I'm to, not setting you up for a monster. I know. Like, I feel like. I feel like you feel like you have to give no. context. Like I'm saying, you're. I'm just. I I'm mean, just giving the full context. I said. I said I didn't care. I'm putting it on me. I said because you gotta be on like even more detail. I was trying to look. I I'm putting it out there. You asked me, and I full blown said I don't care. <laughs> So this is on me, guys. I'm not even saying this on you, though. I still felt like... That's not what I was saying. You know, I still felt like, don't treat me like a peasant. <laughs> we come up to this theater. They don't even have a parking lot. No. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. And we're not in, like, a city area. Because right. they have parking lots, first of all. Mm-hmm. Movies, theaters in the city. At least mm-hmm. where we're at. Or, like, a garage. Or, or a garage. Yeah. So I'm like, the theater looks like 50 years ago, I would have had to enter in the back. <laughs> That's how it looks, current day. I'm looking at the people going into the theater, and I feel uncomfortable. And, and so I'm rushing, and like you texting me, 
did all of this from your car. I and I'm like, I'm three minutes away, I'm coming, because I left work a little, well, a lot later than I usually did. So I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm three minutes away, I'm coming. <laughs> so we get in there. Now when you get in, it's not like the 1960s. Right. It's about 1980s. <laughs> I'm hungry, it's dinner time. I thought chicken tender, hot, mm-hmm. you know, something. Popcorn, popcorn, candy, and more popcorn. And nachos. They did have nachos, but it just wasn't on the menu. Okay. They did. I'm saying, okay, so like, <laughs> why do I want, I don't want movie nachos. They're never, deli- they're always, really? that fake, disgusting cheese. I mean, uh, I like movie nachos. Well, good for you. It's the theater for you. <laughs> The theater is very small, and that's not even an issue. It's just the whole aesthetic. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, what? How do you think I would? Why did you ever think I would never? I would just come in here and wouldn't comment on any of this. <laughs> it's like seven people behind the counter, two registers. You only offer popcorn and, <laughs> and, and and candy. How hard is it to do that? It's not like you have some extensive menu, and they still don't remember what I ordered. I just want to set up the screen. I was disturbed. <laughs> As you know, typical theaters are like they have the elevated, yeah, yeah. you know, seating. And this was like a flat theater. So yeah. that's how you can tell it's just an old theater. Yeah. Most theaters are different. Mm-hmm. I ain't have my glasses. We in the back row. Girl, the, the commercials are blurry. <laughs> I can't even see. I'm hungry and I feel like a peasant. <laughs> and I feel like she's treating me like a peasant. We ended up moving closer so my ass could see. <laughs> I literally couldn't see. And I didn't bring my glasses because I didn't think I would need them. I just wanted to just tell y'all all that. Because I was just like, really like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> then my chair broke. I couldn't get it to not recline. <laughs> Peasantry. <laughs> it wasn't broken, broken. It was just stuck. <laughs> Cause then we fixed it. Peasantry, like I said. Peasantry, like I said. <laughs> to the topic. Cause I'm tired. So, Toy Story Four. We both very big Toy. St- we like Toy Story. Yeah. Big Toy we Story fans. At the last one. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Here we are, Toy Story Four. Right. I'm watching because the last the last movie was in 2010, mm-hmm. so it's been nine years. Mm-hmm. We've lived life. Our perspective is different. I'm watching this movie, <laughs> and I am like, whoa! What are these life messages these cartoon characters are giving us? I feel like, and the feel like the people to the right of me was like, if these people don't shut up, so what, Timmy? <laughs> It wasn't Timmy and his mom, too. You're eight. You don't get this. Deborah, you should. Messages that I was like, whoa. They were doing so. I mean, so first of all, this is a spoiler alert episode. We are going to talk about the movie. So if you have want to see the movie and haven't, you need to watch the movie and then listen to this episode. Yeah. And then let us know if you agree with some of the messages we've received. Yeah. If you don't care, you still just want to hear it. Hear it, but I'm pretty sure by the end of this, you're going to want to see it <laughs> right. because of the messages right. we're talking about. <laughs> Toy Story 4. I'm going to bring up my notes because I wrote out notes. <laughs> she took notes right after me. Like, she like, I, I don't want to forget any of this. 
So how you want to start? You want to just run down? Let's, we can, let's just run down. Well, let's give like a baseline premise. All right. So y'all know that the toys are no longer with Andy. They're with Bonnie. They're with Bonnie, uh, who's a little girl. She's starting kindergarten. Um, and this is shown in the preview. She was like a little lonely in the class on her orientation day. And she made a spork toy that she named Forky. Um, and so the dynamics are a little bit different because there are new toys in the room. Woody's, Woody's not, not the, the leader. Favorite. He's yeah. not the favorite. Yeah. And so basically the whole story is the family goes on vacation. Mm-hmm. The fork views himself as a fork. So he's like, I'm not a toy. Not a toy. Yeah. So he keeps like trying to run away and from and the and child. The and Woody's trying to keep him close because he's like Bonnie needs you yeah. whatever yeah. so they go on vacation the sport like jumps out the window mm-hmm. Woody follows and so basically it's this whole journey of yeah. getting the toy back to Bonnie the other toys dealing with Woody and the sport being gone mm-hmm. Woody meets some old friends that's what will get me to my first point yeah. and so in the end yeah. um, the fork finally understands his words <laughs> yes and wants to stay with Bonnie. Yes. Woody finds his new life purpose. Yes. And I do say that Toy Story 4 should be the end because Woody stayed behind mm-hmm. with his other friends. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say too much. I'm about to bring up the point. <laughs> and the other toys went home with Bonnie. So yeah. to me, it was a good ending. It was like yeah. new chapter for everyone. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I want to start with characters. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah. We're going to start with Woody because it was a lot with Woody. <laughs> so... In the movie, before you got to Bonnie, they did this uh, kind of like, what would you call it? Uh, they went a back, uh, I don't know. Like a backstory, a flashback, a yeah. flashback yeah. of yeah. when they were still with Andy. Mm-hmm. And I guess the mom was getting rid of get rid of some of his sister's belongings, yeah. which included Bo Peep. Yeah. And if y'all remember, she was on one and two yeah, thank um, you. of Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Woody and Bo had a connection. Yeah. That we weren't clear of until Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. They clearly liked each other right. and had a little relationship. So, when the mama came and took Bo mm-hmm. and put put her in a car, Woody was like, come on, we can save you. And Bo was like, you know what? I'll go. Yeah. They in the rain, by the way. <laughs> She's in the rain. Looking at Woody like, there's room for you, Woody. Yeah. Come with me. Basically, sis is like, I love you. I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. I want to spend my life with you, Woody. <laughs> Come with me. Right. But at that point in time, but, all Woody thought his life purpose was was to be with Andy. So basically, <laughs> fuck Bo and her feelings. She out in the rain begging this dude, <laughs> come with me. And Woody looking at the door like, nah. I can't. I can't. So, Woody chose his career for Bo. (laughs) Trash. (laughs) Okay? And let me tell you something. Woody has never replaced Bo. There has never been another one. So, he's He's been like... Nah, there's been nothing major since (laughs) Bo left. And he just left Bo, heartbroken, in the rain. With her sheep. With her sheep. Trash. (laughs) So then, he comes across her mm-hmm. when um, on the adventure with Forky. The adventure with Forky. Mm-hmm. He meets up and sees Bo. And Bo, Bo has changed. Bo is a modern woman. Yes. Bo she got hips. She is got fearless. Hips. She took her skirt off. She's wearing pants. She's a modern woman. Yes. 
she got that little uh what do you call that when it got the sheet? Um I don't know, like a cane. I don't know what it's called. She got her little cane thing <laughs> flipping that thing around like a <laughs> kung fu stick. And she's kick ass. She's badass. Boa's like Take no prisoners. Yeah. Her arm fell off. She put that sucker back on. Yeah, she got the tape said, oh, I got it. Okay, so here's a lesson for Bo. <laughs> Bo evolved. Yeah. She didn't let no man mm-hmm. make her heart broken and destitute where she couldn't get herself together. She picked herself up and made a new life for herself. Mm-hmm. Ladies, that's the lesson. <laughs> Remember this. I'm going to say this multiple times throughout this. <laughs> Be a Bo. Bo knows how to maneuver and adjust Mm -hmm. and she don't let no man (laughs) stop her from doing what she need to do or what she want to do you feel me be a Bo (laughs) so now that Woody's back and frankly he needs Bo's help Mm -hmm. Bo has agreed to be helpful but the, the issue is Woody don't know how to take the second seat. Yeah. He feels like he always has to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And if it's not his idea or him leading the idea, that it won't work or is wrong. And so him trying to be in charge, you getting them in trouble. Got them in trouble several times. Right. Okay. <laughs> getting them in harm's way. Harm's way because he don't know how to listen. Mm-hmm. Don't be a Woody. <laughs> Woody has a hero complex. He feels like if he ain't saving them... <laughs> Then it ain't. Then it's not like important. It's right. not right. Even though Bo, she knows the area. She knows the territory. She knows what she's doing. And I mean, not Andy Woody. He's still like, I got this. And getting them in trouble, like mm-hmm. you said. Don't be a Woody. <laughs> Every now and then, my peeps. Here's another lesson. This is the Nuggets. <laughs> it's okay to take a back seat and let someone else lead, mm-hmm. especially when. They have the experience and the know-how for the situation you're tackling. Mm-hmm. Don't be like Woody, being stubborn and not being able to get the help. Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask for help, mm-hmm. and it's okay to receive it. Boom. Do you realize the nuggets? <laughs> I'm, only, I'm not even halfway through my notes here. <laughs> okay? And the biggest thing with Woody is, he felt like his career, his devotion to Andy would mm-hmm. last a lifetime. Yeah. And as that changed, he felt lost. So he felt like if he wasn't saving toys, Mm -hmm. he has no value. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what he learned in the film is that, hmm. I think he learned, like, it's okay. One, your life going to change, especially as a toy. Because you literally are not in control of where you end up. (laughs) Unless you run away. And then, too, I think he learned, like, it's okay to go for your heart sometimes. I think that's what and he And the second out. time he chose Bo. <laughs> right. Ladies, and let me be clear, Bo didn't wait for him. She lived her life. And Bo, even at the end, she's like, look, pick and choose, because I don't care. Because she still wasn't on. coming with him. Right. She said, I'm going to keep going. She's not getting in that trailer to go with Bonnie. Right. So he ended up choosing her this time. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. another thing, ladies. We don't wait. For these Negroes. You feel me? We live our lives. Especially when they choose you the first time. Huh? (laughs) Recognize it now. So I think the big lesson with Woody is that we can apply. Mm -hmm. Is that life does change. And Mm -hmm. you need to be able to adjust. Mm -hmm. And not have your heels like dug in the sand about one particular path. Yeah. When there's several paths. Mm -hmm. Y'all ain't think you could get all that from Toy Story, did you? You can. (laughs) So that was Woody. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and Bo. I want to move to Buzz. Buzz didn't have a huge role in this movie. Right, yeah. But he was like a supporting but cast member. There's lessons to learn with Buzz. There was yeah. a conversation Woody and Buzz had where Woody was mm-hmm. talking about his um his like his voice. intuition, his yeah. inner voice, mm-hmm. telling him how to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And Buzz wasn't familiar with that and didn't understand that. Yeah. Now he took it a little he too took literal. it literally. <laughs> he was pressing the button to say his action statements. And that became his inner voice. Yeah. However, <laughs> the not- note that you can take from Buzz <laughs> is that you should find your inner voice, mm-hmm. find your intuition, mm-hmm. and let that guide you in decisions. Mm-hmm. I'm a person who, like, legit, I do go by my gut. Mm-hmm. When my gut tells me that someone's, like, weird or, like, give a little distance, I do that. My gut tells me, do this. Mm-hmm. I live my life by my intuition. And with Buzz, even when his gut was telling him to do stuff that was risky and it scared him, he still leaned in and did it. He went with it. And was successful doing so. He was. So that's like nugget number five. (laughs) Trust your inner voice. Mm -hmm. Are you shocked right now? (laughs) Are you listening like, what? All that was in Toy Story 4? Because it was. (laughs) Okay. Now I want to talk about... Gabby. Oh. She okay. was a troubled <laughs> character in this film. Gabby. She was, was harsh on Gabby. No. Oh, that was Bonnie. Who's Gabby? The toy who's an organ stealer. Oh, Gabby. Hey. Gabby is Gabby, a psychopath no. and who needs to be in jail. <laughs> she does. She stole Woody's uh, voice box. His organ. Gabby needs some help. Okay, so Gabby is a toy who is at an antique shop. This is a part of the adventure. These are the new toys that are introduced. And she came out the box broken. Like, she had a malfunction. So her Mm -hmm. voice box, where you, like, pull the cord, didn't work. Mm -hmm. And when she met Woody, she had the same voice box. And basically, one of his voice box, because his his still worked very well. Mm -hmm. This hook her crazy. Because (laughs) if we're in an adult world, that's like... Her stealing his kidney. Like, that's right. not okay. Right. That's not okay. But she wanted it because there was, like, the owner of the antique shop, the granddaughter, she wanted to be owned by her. Mm-hmm. And she felt like the granddaughter wouldn't want her with the broken voice. Box. And she felt like they were meant to be together. Mm-hmm. She thought she knew her destiny. She knew. She said she just had to steal this voice box and, and boom, knew it. She would have an owner, be happy boom. ever she after. She just knew. This particular girl mm-hmm. was the one. Ladies, gentlemen, listen to this. This, this <laughs> that sixth nugget. But after she stole the... I am about to say kidney. After she stole the voice box... That was his kidney. <laughs> stole <laughs> it. <laughs> well, we kind of ended up he, giving it. He yeah. kind of donated it. But the point is... She was going to take it regardless. Right. Woody just kind of understood. She was desperate. It was like, yeah. all right, let me help you. Yeah. Um, she like made sure that the little girl saw her. Little girl picked her up, pulled the voice box, said, oh, and then threw her back in the said, box. Eh, and threw her back. <laughs> just broke Gabby's heart. Right. Defeated. The nugget here, my Don't friends. Don't change yourself to no person that you think you're supposed to be with. Huh? <laughs> And number seven is, don't have unrealistic expectations. Gabby didn't know that girl. Right. She knew nothing about that girl. Didn't know if the girl liked dolls. Didn't know anything. But in her mind, just knew, just expected for her to be loved by the little girl. Mm -hmm. Don't walk around. Huh? (laughs) Ma'am. 
with these high, unrealistic expectations. Because you know how you end up? Like Gabby in a box crying. Don't be a Gabby. Remember, be a bow. Badass bow. Remember that. Okay? So don't be Gabby. Now, this is the character that Sydney felt I was a little harsh on. Yes. Bonnie <laughs> is the little girl. I feel like I uh, related to Bonnie. <laughs> Bonnie was a little problematic. <laughs> if you put it in an adult life. Okay, put it in Remember, adult. we're translating yes. the messages of Toy Story 4 I know. to how but us as adults can take these right. nuggets. I understand, but I'm just saying her as the character in the story I identify with. That's all. Yes. <laughs> Mm, that's a lot. <laughs> you should unpack that. I don't want to be Bonnie. <laughs> I so, didn't say I wanted to be Bonnie. I'm just saying I don't want to identify that I'm anything similar to her. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So Bonnie was starting kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely was resistant to change. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a nugget. Mm-hmm. Try to be more open. Mm-hmm. So, in the class, she made this toy mm-hmm. as a place, I guess, for comfort for her. That helped her to get through the day, yeah. and she became attached to it. Mm-hmm. So, if that sport wasn't around, she would have a fit, fit yeah. and wouldn't be able to, like, calm herself. She couldn't self-soothe. <laughs> you gotta learn how to self-soothe yourself now. That's nugget eight. I think we're on eight. Yeah. That's eight. Learn how to self-soothe. <laughs> so, she really used Forky as a crutch, and yeah. I just felt like... You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Forky is a sport. He gonna break. And I relate that to adult life is don't put all your eggs in one basket over people and opportunities. Mm -hmm. Level it out. Have a couple of baskets. Mm -hmm. Don't get so tied to where something doesn't work out. Mm -hmm. You don't know how to function and you don't know how to self-soothe self soothe to get yourself to another plan or another path. Right. Don't be a Bonnie either. So here we are. Don't be a Bonnie with not knowing how to self soothe mm-hmm. and being so attached to one idea, one thought. Mm-hmm. Her and Gabby are a little bit similar. And don't be a Gabby In who's that straight way, up yeah. setting these unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. of what she feels is gonna happen. When it doesn't happen, she didn't know how to get herself together. Right. Don't be be a bow. Remember, badass bow. <laughs> I just liked. I think because when we were talking about Bonnie in context, not translated to adulthood, I'm like, she is five. She's going to kindergarten. Like she I, gotta figure out. I will say, food. I remember <laughs> doing that when I was five. <laughs> and I related because I had toys that other people thought wasn't the cutest and was trash, but it was important to me. So that's how I said I related. Oh, like to the it. beaver. Like my beaver. <laughs> People thought it was trash, and I'm like, no, nah, this is my toy. That was my porky. I don't want to trigger her. <laughs> um, everyone was not respectful of the they beaver at times. Um, <laughs> so that's why I'm saying I identify with Bonnie. I understand. Because you, you had your special. own porky. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward to <laughs> Nugget 9. So while Woody is off on the adventure, Mm -hmm. Buzz is kind of off looking for Woody. You have the rest of the toys that we're used to seeing. And I think a big thing that I feel like you could take from them is Mm -hmm. that they could do a lot more things than they thought. Mm -hmm. I think they heavily relied on the guidance of Woody and Buzz. So then 
they kind of felt like if they weren't around, what, what could they to? offer? What yeah. could they do to fix the problem? Yeah. And they did. They yeah. hijacked the RV, <laughs> helped them to get him back together. Yeah. You got to watch the movie. I won't describe that scene. <laughs> but the lesson that you can take is that everyone plays a role. Everyone plays a role. Mm-hmm. Everyone has special skills and talents, mm-hmm. and you should embrace it and yeah. live your life. Yeah. What was that, Nugget 9? Yes. Can you believe that? <laughs> Up to nine nuggets from this movie. Are you okay? Yes. Um, and my last one is, there are two characters that were also introduced. They were stuffed animals. Mm-hmm. First of all, y'all, they were just funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's a particular, they were hilarious. <laughs> there's a particular scene where I was literally like, ha! Like, really loud in the theater. Oh like, really loud. There's one, I did it like four times in a row. <laughs> It was really funny. <laughs> so anyway, outside of being funny, the one thing I feel like the stuffed animals are another example mm-hmm. of finding their purpose mm-hmm. because they were stuffed animals at a carnival. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like, you know, they're waiting to be they're chosen. waiting to be chosen. They have a yearning to be like played with by kids, mm-hmm. and they got off. They never got. They were never given to a child. Yeah. Um, and the whole thing is they realize that there's more to life than being chosen. Being by. chosen. Mm-hmm. And that number nine, was that, was that 10? We're at 10? Yes, we're at 10. Nugget 10 <laughs> is there's more to life mm-hmm. than trying to get chosen. Trying to get chosen. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of pressure, especially with women, can be put on women, mm-hmm. especially as we get older, to like find a mate, find a mate. Mm-hmm. And these stuff, animals are good examples of. You can have a full life and a great life, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be waiting to be chose. Get yourself off the wall uh-huh. and live. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> if you hear this and don't want to see Toy Story 4, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> and if you have watched this movie, I hope you like, oh, wow, like... Did you do you feel us? Right. Do you feel me? <laughs> did you see these messages as well? Mm-hmm. Because I did. <laughs> I walked away like, wow. <laughs> so much depth. Yeah. Was, Look at was, these nuggets. It was a great movie. Of wisdom. <laughs> okay? Mm-mm-mm. Y'all better recognize. <laughs> and so also, if you saw it, let us know if y'all got, y'all caught any life lessons that we missed. You know, just give us feedback on that too. Because it could have been something else that we missed. Throughout the movie, because it was, as y'all can see, it was a lot going on. It was. It, <laughs> it was, was a like lot. new characters, old characters. Like, it was just a lot going on. So, let us know if y'all um, caught any life lessons that we may have missed. Um, but I think that's all we have for today. Like Shanae mentioned, we tied. So, <laughs> um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, make sure you pay attention to our social media throughout the week for our questions of the week um and any other content we share on instagram facebook and twitter um don't forget you can always email us with topic topic ideas or questions anonymous stories anything like that at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com and as always this is good girls behaving badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week